0: Today is Saturday, April 23rd. My name is Bill. Welcome to Bible in a Year with Bill. This is our journey through the New Living Translation version of the Bible. This year we are going to be going through the entire Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, the Old Testament once and the New Testament twice over the course of the year. The um, schedule we're following is called the Life Journal Daily Reading Schedule of the Bible. I think if you were to Google that, um, I believe on my title page, there's actually a a link to that as well, if you wanted to print off that schedule. But today, we are going to be reading from 1 Samuel. going to read chapter 27. We're going to jump over to Psalms and read 141. We're going to read 1 Chronicles chapter 9. And then we're going to finish off today's reading with Matthew chapter 10. So let's get right into it with 1 Samuel chapter 27. But David kept thinking to himself, someday Saul is going to get me. The best thing I can do is escape to the Philistines. Then Saul will stop hunting for me in Israelite territory and I will finally be safe. So David took his 600 men and went over and joined Akish son of Maok, the king of Gath. David and his men and their family settled there with Akish at Gath. David brought his two wives along with him, Ahinoam from Jezreel and Abigail, Nabal's widow from Carmel. Word soon reached Saul that David had fled to Gath, so he stopped hunting for him. One day David said to Akish, if it is all right with you, we would rather live in one of the country towns instead of here in the royal city. So Akish gave him the town of Ziklag, which still belongs to the kings of Judah to this day, and they lived there among the Philistines for a year and four months. David and his men spent their time raiding the Geshurites, the Gerzites, and the Amalekites, people who had lived near Shur toward the land of Egypt since ancient times. David did not leave one person alive in the villages he attacked. He took the sheep, goats, cattle, donkeys, camels, and clothing before returning home to see King Akish. Where did you make your raid today? Akish would ask. And David would reply, against the south of Judah, the Jeremielites, and the Kenites. No one was left alive to come to Gath and tell where he had really been. This happened again and again while he was living among the Philistines. Achish believed David and thought to himself, By now the people of Israel must hate him bitterly. Now he will have to stay here and serve me forever. The Book of Psalms, chapter 141. This is a psalm of David. O Lord, I'm calling to you. Please hurry. Listen when I cry to you for help. Accept my prayer as incense offered to you and my upraised hands as an evening offering. Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. Don't let me drift toward evil or take part in acts of wickedness. Don't let me share in the delicacies of those who do wrong let the godly strike me it will be a kindness if they correct me it is soothing medicine don't let me refuse it but i pray constantly against the wicked and their deeds when their leaders are thrown down from a cliff the wicked will listen to my words and find them true like rocks brought up by a plough the bones of the wicked will lie scattered without burial I look to you for help, O sovereign Lord. You are my refuge. Don't let them kill me. Keep me from the traps they have set for me, from the snares of those who do wrong. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, but let me escape. The book of First Chronicles, chapter 9. So all Israel was listed in the genealogical records in the book of the kings of Israel. The people of Judah were exiled to Babylon because they were unfaithful to the Lord. The first of the exiles to return to their property in their former towns were priests, Levites, temple servants, and other Israelites. Some of the people from the tribes of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh came and settled in Jerusalem. One family that returned was that of Uthai, son of Amahud, son of Omri, son of Imri, son of Bani, a descendant of Perez, son of Judah. Others returned from the Shilonite clan, including Asaiah, the oldest, and his sons. From the Zerahite clan, Juel returned with his relatives. In all, 690 families from the tribe of Judah returned. From the tribe of Benjamin came Salu, son of Mashulam, son of Hodaviah, son of Hasanua, Ibnia, son of Jeroham, Elah, son of Uzai, son of Micri, and Meshulam, son of Shephatiah, son of Ruel, son of Ibnijah. These men were all leaders of clans, and they were listed in their genealogical records. In all, 956 families from the tribe of Benjamin returned. Among the priests who returned were Jediah, Jehoiarib, Jakin, Azariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Meshulam, son of Zadok, son of meraioth son of Ahitub. Azariah was the chief officer of the house of God. Other returning priests were Adaiah, son of Jeroham, son of Pashur, son of Malkijah, and Measai, son of Adiel, son of Jazira, son of Meshulam, son of Meshilamith, son of Immer, In all, 1,760 priests returned. They were heads of clans and very able men. They were responsible for ministering at the house of God. The Levites who returned were Shemaiah, son of Hashub, son of Azrakam, son of Hashabiah, a descendant of Merari, Bakbacar, Heresh, Galal, Mataniah, son of Micah, son of Zikri son of Asaph, Obadiah, son of Shemaiah, son of Galal, son of Jeduthun, and Berechiah, son of Asa, son of Elkanah, who lived in the area of Nitufah. The gatekeepers who returned were Shalom, Akub, Talmon, Ahiman, and their relatives. Shalom was the chief gatekeeper. Prior to this time, they were responsible for the king's gate on the east side. These men served as gatekeepers for the camps of the Levites. Shalom was the son of Kor, a descendant of Abiasaph from the clan of Korah. He and his relatives, the Korahites, were responsible for guarding the entrance to the sanctuary, just as their ancestors had guarded the tabernacle in the camp of the Lord. Phineas, son of Eleazar, had been in charge of the gatekeepers in earlier times, and the Lord had been with him. And later, Zechariah, son of Meshelamiah, was responsible for guarding the entrance to the tabernacle. In all, there were 212 gatekeepers in those days, and they were listed according to the genealogies in their villages. David and Samuel, the seer, had appointed their ancestors because they were reliable men. These gatekeepers and their descendants, by their divisions, were responsible for guarding the entrance to the house of the Lord when that house was a tent. The gatekeepers were stationed on all four sides, east, west, north, and south. Their relatives in the villages came regularly to share their duties for seven-day periods. The four chief gatekeepers, all Levites, were trusted officials, for they were responsible for the rooms and treasuries at the house of God. They would spend the night around the house of God since it was their duty to guard it and to open the gates every morning. Some of the gatekeepers were assigned to care for the various articles used in worship. They checked them in and out to avoid any loss. Others were responsible for the furnishings, the items in the sanctuary, and the supplies such as choice flour, wine, olive oil, frankincense, and spices. But it was the priests who blended the spices. Mattathiah, a Levite, and the oldest son of Shalom, the Korahite, was entrusted with baking the bread used in the offerings. And some members of the clan of Kohath were in charge of preparing the bread to be set on the table each Sabbath day. The musicians, all prominent Levites, lived at the temple. They were exempt from other responsibilities since they were on duty at all hours. All these men lived in Jerusalem. They were the heads of Levite families and were listed as prominent leaders in their genealogical records. Gel, father of Gibeon, lived in the town of Gibeon. His wife's name was Meacah, and his oldest son was named Abdon. Jiel's other sons were Zur, Kish, Baal, Nur, Nadab, Gedor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth was the father of Shemiam. All these families lived near each other in Jerusalem. Nur was the father of Kish. Kish was the father of Saul. Saul was the father of Jonathan, Malchishua, Abinadab, and Eshbaal. Jonathan was the father of Meribbeal. Meribbeal was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah were Python, Melech, Tariah, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jadah. Jadah was the father of Elameth, Asmaveth, and Zimri. Zimri was the father of Mozah. Moza was the father of Beneah. Beneah's son was Rephaiah. Rephaiah's son was Eliasa. Eliasa's son was Azel. Azel had six sons whose names were Azricam, Bokiru, Ishmael, Sheariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. the book of Matthew, chapter 10. Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and illness. Here are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, also called Peter, then Andrew, Peter's brother, James, son of Zebedee, John, James's brother, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed him. Jesus sent out the twelve apostles with these instructions. Don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans, but only to the people of Israel, God's lost sheep. Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received." don't take any money in your money belts no gold silver or even coins don't carry a traveller's bag with a change of clothes and sandals or even a walking stick don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve to be fed Whenever you enter a city or village, search for a worthy person and stay in his home until you leave town. When you enter the home, give it your blessing. If it turns out to be a worthy home, let your blessing stand. If it is not, take back the blessing. If any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, shake its dust from your feet as you leave. I tell you the truth, the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better off than such a town on the judgment day. Look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves, so be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. But beware, for you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and other unbelievers about me. When you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. A brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child. And children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. I tell you the truth, the Son of Man will return before you have reached all the towns of Israel. Students are not greater than their teacher, and slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teacher, and slaves are to be, are to be like their master. And since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons, the members of my household will be called by even worse names." But don't be afraid of those who threaten you, for the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed, and all that is secret will be made known to all. What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout from the housetops for all to hear. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body, they cannot touch your soul. Fear only God, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. What is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your household. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Anyone who receives you receives me, and anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would bless the reading of your word today. Thank you for your word. And you know, in reading this, it's this entire chapter, almost this entire chapter is red letters meaning that these are words that Jesus spoke directly to his disciples. Man, some good stuff. Anyway, my friends, thank you for joining me again here today on Bible in the Year with Bill. I hope to see you tomorrow. Take care now.